0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download the free local news app today. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. The Michigan Senate will make a big decision tomorrow that could uh, affect millions of workers. They're expected to approve the repeal of the state's right-to-work law. If passed, repealing the law would make it mandatory for workers to pay dues in unionized shops as a condition of their employment. Experts say the most revealing research compares two counties along the state's borders where one county is in a right-to-work state and the other isn't. Because of the fact that they're so closely related, they tend to have a lot in common other than the fact that you've got the change in the right-to-work law. Um, and again, what those studies tend to have found is that you tend to have lower union membership in the, uh, uh, in the right-to-work area. Uh, Wages, kind of surprisingly, are unaffected, uh, generally speaking. Um, And generally speaking, the economic development tends to be a little bit better in the uh, the right-to-work area. That's Oakland University business professor Michael Greiner. He said much of the research on the topic is politically motivated and therefore hard to decipher. A drug suspect from Benton Harbor who died in police custody on Friday was found to have a plastic baggie in his stomach. An autopsy was done today on 48-year-old Douglas Lee Davis Jr. following his death by cardiac arrest on Friday at Corwell Health South in St. Joseph. He'd been arrested in Benton Township after selling meth to undercover officers with the Southwest Enforcement Team. Police say a thorough search was done on Davis at the time of his arrest. While in the Berrien County Jail, he became ill and was taken to a hospital where he died. The full autopsy report is still pending and the full toxicology report is expected in 60 to 80 days. Michigan's top medical doctor says the state's been through a collective trauma in the last three years since the first cases of COVID-19 have been exhausting. Chief Medical Executive Dr. Natasha Bogdasarian says a lot of people feel like it's been a decade since COVID started, not just three years. It's been hard. It's been challenging for a lot of us. Um, Many of your listeners have lost loved ones or have missed out on occasions that they would have otherwise celebrated during the pandemic. And I think, The inclination is just to put it behind us and forget about it and move on. I'm actually hoping that we can take some of the lessons we learned from COVID and incorporate them into our lives. Bagdasarian says that people should be getting vaccinated not only for COVID but for the flu. She's not expecting any major major surges in the immediate future. The Silver Beach Hotel in downtown St. Joseph will reopen soon after being closed for more than two years. Owned by Riverview Hospitality Group, the facility's been undergoing extensive repairs and renovations for the past year and is close to allowing building inspectors in to clear the hotel for occupancy and operation. Riverview Hospitality Group's Jay Patel says they will not have an on-site restaurant or cocktail lounge and won't finish the ground floor space that used to hold that, but may lease it in the future to someone. He told Moody on the market, floors 2, 3, and 4 will have around 75 rooms that have been updated, while rooms on floors 5, 6, and 7 still need work and won't be open yet. A fire several years ago damaged the electrical system and contributed to plumbing issues, including frozen water pipes that led to the shutdown. Patel says opening before the start of the tourist season remains a goal, but he says they don't have a firm date yet. A 76-year-old man is dead following a home fire in Edwardsburg over the weekend. The Antwoa Township Fire Department was dispatched to the 68,000 block of Morton Road on Sunday and found the condo on fire with little damage to other units. The Antwoa Township Police Department arrived and learned that Samuel Galbraith was found dead. The case remains under investigation. Now on display at the Michigan Maritime Museum in South Haven is its first limited-time traveling exhibit and art installation. Pisces Spiral consists of more than 300 fish made out of a variety of recyclable materials spread out on the floor in spirals. The museum's Claire Herhold tells us several organizations used volunteers to make the fish under the leadership of artist Joan Bennett and the South Haven Center for the Arts. All these groups together have come up with these hundreds and hundreds of fish. They're all different. They're all made of completely different materials and when they're arranged in this spiral pattern on the floor, we invite you to kind of walk through the installation and really kind of absorb all 300 plus of these incredible fish. Herhold says because the fish are made out of recyclable materials, the museum wants people to think about the things that can wind up in waterways and ultimately in Lake Michigan when taking in the exhibit. She says the materials that made these fish can affect real-life fish. A look at Pisces Spiral comes with regular museum admission, and the display will be up through April 14th. Skating at the John and Dee Dee Howard Ice Arena will be discounted this coming weekend as the arena heads into its final weekend of skating for the season. Skating at the attraction Friday through Sunday will be $3, with skate rentals only $1. The arena will be open for open skate on Friday from noon through 5.30 p.m., then on Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. and again from 6.30 to 10 p.m. And finally on Sunday from 1 to 6 p.m. Everyone's invited to come out to the John and Dee Howard Ice Arena this weekend to celebrate its last weekend of skating until next winter. This is tax season and with that comes the trap of countless scams. Scammers prey on people's vulnerabilities. The IRS wants everyone to protect themselves and their pocketbooks. Here's IRS acting special agent in charge, Charles Miller. Choose a tax preparer wisely. Look for one that's available year-round. You know, we've had individuals just preparing returns out of their cars before. Um, You know, that person's not going to be there for you to ask questions to later on. Um, If if the return preparer won't sign the tax return for you, um, you you definitely don't want to use that individual. Make sure that you're the one receiving your refund. Miller also says you want to avoid tax preparers who promise refunds that are too good to be true. And you can dance, you can jive, having the time of your life right here in southwest Michigan. The concert, a tribute to ABBA, is coming to the Four Winds New Buffalo's Silver Creek Event Center on Saturday, August 19th. That's according to the Bokegan Band of Potawatomi. The concert promises to dazzle attendees while playing the most iconic hits from ABBA, including Mamma Mia, S.O.S., and Dancing Queen. Ticket prices for the show will start at $35 plus fees and can be bought online at Ticketmaster starting on March 17th at 11 in the a.m. Hotel rooms are available on the night of the concert and can be bought with event tickets. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwazak, where furniture shopping is fun. Customers of Silicon Valley Bank. Lined up at branches today to get their promised money out of the bank after it failed on Friday. More maybe ABC's Alex Stone. Outside of a Silicon Valley bank branch in Massachusetts today, a long line. Richard Carver set up his chair early to wait outside. Can't be the only one who wants to get their cash out of here. Within 15 minutes of going in, he was out with his money. Walking out with what I wanted. Let to go collect my chair and go home. The federal government says all money that was in Silicon Valley Bank will be returned to customers. Alex Stone, ABC News news the administration is preparing to brief members of congress on the fallout of the bank failures of silicon valley bank as well as signature bank That's as his president biden assures customers their money's safe as congressional aide told abc news the biden administration officials from the treasury and the fdic will brief lawmakers tonight following the two bank failures it'll be a bipartisan bicameral members only briefing there was one on sunday but it was put together rather hastily At the White House, President Biden sought to assure customers of the two banks their money is safe, making it clear the investors in the banks will not be protected. President Biden, meanwhile, reassuring Americans the banking system is solvent after the failure of Silicon Valley Bank, as well as Signature Bank. The banks failed over the weekend, resulting in billions of dollars of deposits that were in jeopardy and were taken over by federal regulators. The president pointed out the depositors will have access to their money. More maybe he's Ike Giochi. President Biden said first thing and foremost is making sure that those depositors can get their funds. And he said moving forward that those managers of those banks will have to be fired moving forward. And the shareholders and investors who have funds tied to these banks, they're not going to be offered the same protections as the depositors. Imprisoned Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny learned from his lawyer that a film depicting his poisoning and political activism won the Oscar for Best Documentary Feature yesterday. A spokesperson said the 46-year-old politician was attending a hearing via a video link from the prison when his attorney broke the news to him about the documentary Navalny by director Daniel Rower. The spokesperson called it, quote, the most remarkable announcement of an Oscar win in history. The lawyer did not report what Navalny's reaction was. A Kremlin spokesperson refused to comment, saying he did not see the film. He added that, quote, Hollywood sometimes does not shun politicizing its work. There's been another abortion-related lawsuit filed in Texas. ABC's Jim Ryan has details. As restrictive as Texas laws are on the subject, a woman who gets an abortion here cannot be held liable. So Marcus Silva has filed suit against three women he claims helped his ex-wife to acquire drugs to induce an abortion. The lawsuit also will target the manufacturer of the medication. Silva is demanding a million dollars. Abortion rights groups call it an intimidation tactic. A spokesperson for U.S. Customs and Border Protection says a large number of migrants in Mexico who tried to push their way into the United States were prevented from crossing a bridge leading to El Paso, Texas from Mexico. A U.N. migration official says the movement of hundreds of migrants to the bridge may have been spurred by a false rumor officials would allow families with children to cross the border to apply for legal protections from prosecution. The U.S. government has instructed migrants to use a mobile app to make appointments to apply for asylum, but the app has been overloaded and glitchy since the January rollout. And at the Oscars last night, it was Everything Everywhere All at Once winning Everything Everywhere All at Once. Morph maybe sees Jason Nathanson. Everything Everywhere. Harrison Ford with the Best Picture announcement at the 95th Academy Awards. Everything Everywhere All at Once winning the most Oscars. Seven, as well as Best Actress for Michelle Yeoh. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. It also won Best Supporting Actress for Jamie Lee Curtis, Best Supporting Actor for Ki Hui Kwan. The only acting award Everything Everywhere didn't win was Best Actor. That went to the Wales Brendan Fraser. I'm so grateful to you. Good night. And no one was slapped. Backstage at the Oscars, Jason Adenson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.